Hey everyone, welcome to episode 238 of Botanist Parenting. Welcome to the Harmony in the Home podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hutchison. I'm a counselor, a life coach, and most importantly, an imperfect mom doing this work right along with you. And my goal on our podcast is to go from chaos to calm, feel less frazzled and have more fun within your four walls to have more harmony in your home. Oh my goodness. Every time I come up with a title, I actually crack myself up. I was going to call this horticulturist parenting, but that's such a hard word for me to say. So I said botanist because I'm I'm talking about the study of trees. And the reason why I'm talking about this, I promise there's a point to it and it all goes back to parenting. But before we start, I want to talk to you about Herbal Face Food, our sponsor for today because it has helped me so much. It's helped so many of you. I love seeing your before and after pictures. If you have any issues with acne or your teens do, um, it helps with rosacea, melasma, eczema, psoriasis, contact dermatitis, which I have a really bad case of, and it's helped so much smooth out my skins. It helps with wrinkles, sunspots. I have so many sunspots galore because I used to think that I could burn off my acne when I was a kid. I had the worst acne on the planet. I wish you could, I wish I could find the notes that I used to write to my boyfriends or my friends. I'd be like, sorry, but I'd be like, hi there. How are you doing? I'm sorry about my face today. I'm like, that is so sad. It was such an insecurity of mine. So I am so particular about what I use on my skin because I don't want to have adult acne, which I could have in a nanosecond, but herbal face food has helped me so much and I want it to help you too if you have any of those issues or just want smoother skin. Go to herbalfacefood.com, use the coupon code HARMONY20 to get 20% off your first order, and then send me your before and after pictures and I'll send you mine. So when I talk about botanist parenting or horticulturist parenting, it's kind of using the analogy because I love analogies and so I just, I just sprinkle all of these analogies out into the world and whatever resonates with you, I want you to find that wave. I want you to ride that wave, whatever that analogy is that resonates with you. Because once you find that analogy, all of a sudden the light bulbs go on and you're like, yes. So that's why I'm always using analogies and I'm using a lot of different ones because the more analogies I can use, the more you can ride on different waves. Cause an analogy might work for one, but not work for the other. Just like when we're parenting, like the way I parent one child is not the way I parent another child. The way when I was teaching, the way I taught one child or one group of children, children was not the same. I taught all 20 children. When I was counseling in the schools, the way I counseled one child in first grade versus the fifth grader, totally night and day. So you're always doing that dance and figuring out the child that you have in front of you, not the child that you thought you would have. I want to say that again. I want you to parent the child that you have in front of you, not the child that you thought you would have, or not the child that you dreamed that you would have, or not the child that is your clone. Because what happens is the kids who are like us are very easy to parent because we can vibe with them. We get it. It makes sense. We understand their choices. The kids who are not like us, which there's going to be many, are the ones that are going to bring us challenges because we just like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Because they're not thinking like we are. So that's why you have to get super creative and look underneath what's going on versus looking at the behavior. Because I use the analogy of like, if I was having a rash and I kept treating the rash with cortisone, and the rash wasn't going away or go away temporarily, that's the same way most parents want to parent. That's how I parented for years is focusing on the behavior and hitting down the behavior, 
not hitting the child, obviously, but trying to attack the behavior head on. And I felt like I was playing that whack-a-mole game because once I would address one behavior, then another behavior would come up. And I was constantly playing that whack-a-mole game because I wasn't getting underneath what was causing the rash. I was always treating the rash, analogy speaking, not getting underneath the food that was causing the rash, the granola bar, the cheese stick, was it dairy? Was it yogurt? Was it tuna fish? I'm only speaking an analogy here. I didn't actually have a rash. Same if you're breast, if you've ever breastfed or your wife ever breastfed and the child starts to develop a rash or they're super colicky. What do we do? We don't treat the colic. I mean, we might with some gripe water, but we look at what is the mom eating? What is the child absorbing from the mom? The same thing works with energy and behavior and temperament. What are they absorbing from us? And so when we think about a botanist or someone who is a horticulturist, very tough word, we added some plants in our backyard and we added some trees in our backyard. One of them was struck by lightning. We didn't know it was struck by lightning. So we brought out a botanist to figure out why did our tree die? What's going on with our tree? What the botanists and the horticulturists do is they study uh, what's going underneath the tree. They don't just say, oh, your tree's dead. Let's bring in another one. Why did this happen? We didn't know it was struck by lightning until we had a tree expert come out and look at the roots, look underneath, look at the tree bark. Same thing goes with flowers. Same thing goes with any type of gardening that you're doing. When something goes wrong, you're going to look at the soil. You're going to look at what are you feeding it? How much sunlight is it getting? How much fertilizer is it getting or not getting? We have a whole patch of dead grass on the side of our yard and we could not figure it out or I couldn't figure it out. And then David realized it's in a huge shadow. It never gets direct sunlight. So it's having a hard time growing. We didn't get mad at the grass for not growing. We, or David got creative. He's like, oh, I realize it's never getting direct sunlight because it's so shadowed because of the trees and it's in between two houses. So I want you to do the same thing with your children's behavior, especially the frustrating behavior. Look underneath it. Are they teaching emotional regulation? Are they learning about emotional regulation? Are they get, using love and logic? Are they giving choices? Are they having autonomy in their life? What is going on underneath? Are they getting negative energy from the parents or from you? Are they getting more criticism than they are getting complimenting? Are they feeling like you don't like them? Are they feeling they know you love them, but are they feeling like you like them too? Because when kids are being yelled at or they feel like their parents don't like them, they don't stop loving the parent. They stop liking and loving themselves. So when you know that, you're like, oh, not that your child's behavior is your responsibility, but your behavior is your responsibility. And you'll realize just like the child that absorbs the nutrients from the mom who's breastfeeding, your child will absorb from you your energy, your vitality, your oomph, your love, and your like for them. And they will take it on as their own. Just like a tree needs all of those things. It needs fertilizer. It needs sunlight. It needs water. It needs to be around other trees and flowers to kind of like share the roots and share the growth. And that's where it blooms just like you can. So instead of looking at your child's behavior and focusing on that, look underneath the behavior, see what's going on, H help them to understand what's going on. So they don't feel like a bad kid who is always in trouble.
There are no bad kids. They are going to make bad choices, just like we as adults make bad choices. Whenever you see your kids struggling with something, find how you struggle with that same emotion or that same concept, and then you'll be, your walls will drop and you'll be able to help them to add more sunlight, to add more fertilizer. But we can't ever think about and get creative when we're in that rage zone or that anger zone or that seething and pouting zone. And when you do this, when you get creative, when you focus on complimenting versus complaining and criticizing, your child will light up, which will light you up and you'll all have more harmony in the home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too each and every day. Thanks for listening.